Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. Hello. Baltimore, we're here, we're coming, Wednesday night, Baltimore, Magoobies, come out to that show, Thursday night, Pittsburgh, Improv, we'll be there, Friday night, Steel Stacks in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, these are the three places we are coming next this week, please, we'd love to see you, come out, free meet and greets, meeting the people, Laughs, good times, drinks, midweek, cheap tickets, early, home by 10. That's the way we do it. Come out and see us. And now enjoy a Tuesday episode of Cover to Cover. Couple skate. That somehow came true. Get out on the rink. And I know tomorrow will still be the Always same. and forever. Starting things off a little slower today. Because of uh I went to see Maxwell last night at the Hollywood Bowl. And uh this was did a cover of this song. Mm-hmm. Yelled out to you know the audience. How many people were born in the seventies? Good, good ovation. The eighties, maybe a little bigger. Nineties, mm-hmm. uh, still big. I'm like, wow. And then he goes, and fifties and sixties, and there's a couple. <laughs> so he did this song, which I think covers. Yeah, everybody knows it. Anyway, real fun show. One with Sarah Colonna, John Ryan, my wife, the four of us. We get a little box over there. Bring the food. Bring everything. You can bring everything in. I don't know. If, you know, the Hollywood Bowl, I've praised it before on here. Just a great place to see a show. Fireworks at the end. I love fireworks. Like, uh, you know, still still into fireworks. Mm-hmm. Just, it's, a, it's fun. Fireworks are fun. Anyway, big fireworks show. Got out of there. Easy. I'm not one of those people who runs out, you know, last song. I went with Marmalstein to the Counting Crows a few nights before. 
Balmstein like looks at the set list, knows the final song. As soon as the final song starts, we leave. I'm like, no, we don't. Yeah, no, we're here now. That's we, the best. We, exactly. It's always the best song. It's just yeah. the finale. It's the, they save it for the end. Mm-hmm. You might get an encore. And what are we gonna get? What, what are we gonna gain? Three minutes by getting out early. I mm-hmm. mean, let's just we'll wait. We're, where are we running? Especially with that nowadays, tickets are four hundred, five hundred dollars. I'm, I'm not. I'm staying. Mm-hmm. So I never, I was never one of those people who need to get out early. But there's so much to discuss. Enough about that. Forget it. Shut up, everybody. A ton. Everybody's in trouble, Alex. Everybody <laughs> is in trouble. The only people who aren't in trouble yet are you and I here, cover to cover. But man, Kutcher Kunis. Mm-hmm. We talked about it yesterday on Patreon. Two two shows on Patreon. But now it here it all comes. Here's what happens in these situations. You know, they, it should have been, it could have been just as easy as a no. You know, a lot of people need to learn just to say no. I'm not good at no. I'm I don't not, know if I'm not good at no I'm either. terrible. But, but no is, is, if you get good at no, I know some people who are good at no, and they live a better life than me. Mm-hmm. You get good at just no. You know, so many people who over the last couple of months just sort of said no, you know, and that is, you know, those guys who got on that submersible. Mm-hmm. Remember that one yeah. that we talked about for a couple of months ago? <sighs> I forgot all about Yeah, it. so did I until <laughs> the, today I was thinking about that. Like those guys just, no, this doesn't look safe. No, but they knew, they probably knew it, but they're like, I don't want to say no. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to hurt this guy's feelings. They knew getting into that piece of shit that was gonna. This was it, and the same with uh, with 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 Kunis and uh, and and Kutcher. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy probably wrote. Can you his lawyers, whatever mm-hmm. Danny Masterson's lawyers said? Can you help us out? Yeah, uh, they just would have said no. They could have went on with their lives, which seemed to be they seem to live a quiet life. You know, these days. I know she's in the business a lot, and he seems to be kind of just chilling out. But there was a time, let's not forget, that this guy was America's goofball. You know, it was punked, and he had the trucker hats, mm-hmm. and in between each punked thing, he would, you know, explain something. And and here, here's what happens. When you start getting into these situations where you write some glowing review or, or a character uh, witness thing about uh, mm-hmm. rapist Danny Masterson, it's not going to look good. There's no way that, like, there's, there was a thousand times they could have said as they were writing this, oh, what are we doing here? Let's just, Danny was a friend, but we got to cut ties at this point. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they didn't. They wrote them. It's a bad look on them. They w- did an apology. Wasn't a great one. So now everybody hates them. It, like Alex, you were saying yesterday, if you Google Danny Masterson, they come up <laughs> yeah. first. At this point, they're getting more flack than Danny. I mean, he got 30 years, but they, I mean, they're taking the, a, a lot of heat for mm-hmm. this. So now what's happening is what do they do? What does everybody do? The internet goes wild. They start digging through old clips. What do we got? I mean, has this guy always been a piece of shit? Ashton Kutcher. What do we know about Ashton Kutcher? Mm-hmm. What's the deal on him? And sure enough, Man, they found some clips. Now, listen. Okay, a couple of things about this. Let's, all right. It is tough. It is tough. It's all fun and everything, but it's tough to, the, we do live in different times these days. You know, so it's tough to put people to the standards that we live by today, many years ago, but shitty 
behavior is shitty behavior regardless if it was 20 years ago or today. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess. And I'd like to think that I don't have any of these things that, you know, but let's face it. We've all in our lives said something stupid over the years. I'm sure if you look through the, I'm sure if I ever do anything wrong and they go through the <laughs> archives of Chelsea lately, oh, the things they will find on me. But um, so they go, th you know, they find things and it looks like it's from punked. And it's him saying he's about to punk Hillary Duff, I believe. Mm -hmm. I never liked to show punk. They always, I found it to be cruel. I, you know, a lot of times they made people cry and stuff. I'm like, yeah, of course they cried. They thought they just killed somebody. Like some of them, it was like, <laughs> you just hit a kid in a car. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. You know, and so yeah, I always found it to be, cr I never liked pranks and any of that shit. I always find it to be like, I don't know, it's a little cruel. So I always found punk to be a little cruel and I wasn't a fan. Uh, but of course it was a huge deal. And so much so that we still use that term to like talk about you know, it's the term everyone you Am I being punked here? You know, we still mm -hmm. use the term. Yeah. But anyway, I guess he goes on to say in a clip uh, where before he's about to punk Hillary Duff, he says, Hillary Duff is blah, blah. Mm -hmm. You got it? Yeah, I got it. Let's hear it. Here it is. Why here? Why do why, why will I do it? Alex has it up. Hillary Duff is in Lizzie McGuire. She also has an album out. Um, she's going to be in a movie called Cheaper by the Dozen. And she's one of the girls that we're all waiting for to turn 18, along with the Olsen twins. Any 15-year-old. Wow. Oh, she's okay. 15 at the time. Yeah, yeah, you know, but he was trying to be funny. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was his thing. He was yeah. obviously improvising, you know, and, uh -huh. you know, some people, you know, when you're improvising, you're trying to be funny. And, and again, very different times. Very different times. Very and different also, MTV. Was that, you know, was Punk'd MTV? It was, I think right? it was. Yeah. I think it was MTV, yeah. And, and he... All there's other ones. There's him, you know, that he's on Rosie. Mm -hmm. God, remember? I, I mean, I couldn't believe it watching this clip of him on Rosie with Mila Kunis. And they're talking about, like, I guess Mila Kunis, when she was on the, the show, was like 14 when she first got the job on the 70, that 70 show. Mm -hmm. And they were like 18 or something. Yeah. Uh, but they were all still kids and they were acting, you know, goofy and whatever. Yeah. And, and, and they were colleagues. They were Yeah, co it was going to be yeah. his first, it was going to be her, I guess. In the end, it was kind of her first kiss mm -hmm. uh, ever because she was 14. So it was on screen with, with Ashton Kutcher. And, uh, you know, and I guess Danny Masters said, I'll give you 10 bucks if you slip her the tongue, which, and they talk about this on Rosie. And I mean, wow. I mean, it's just different times. And it's, it does, it's cringy to watch because mm -hmm. Rosie's laughing. Everyone's laughing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. If you would have watched me trying to flirt with girls when I was 18, it also would have been cringy. I know, though. I know. But <laughs> fortunately, you weren't yeah, doing it on I, Rosie O'Donnell. I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, and same with me. You know, like we And we all said, you know, back in those days, we, we hung out with bros and bros do say stupid things. Mm -hmm. And Anyway, I watched several clips. There's one with Camila Kuna sitting on his lap, and he's like, oh, I mean. But now they're married with children. You know, I mean, so yeah. if there's any. Now listen, I'm not sticking up for the guy or whatever. But if. I mean, he did wind up marrying her, and now they have a kids and a whole life together. So, yeah. I mean, I, I guess the I guess the moral of those stories: if you're going to be a scumbag, marry the person yeah. you're being a scumbag. Put to. a ring on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, oh my god, they got to be right now, and it'll all blow over, of course. But this, they'll be they'll be tainted a little bit. You know, can he still be cutesy, Ashton Kutcher? Who, but he wasn't anyway. He was kind of like, 
I don't know. I I don't want to say out of the business, but I feel like he's getting out. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like what are you gonna do? Put Ashton Kutcher in a movie again? Yeah. Like where he's you know in in dude, where's my car? Where he's named above the title. Those days are over. I mean, could he even play a fourth lead in a in a real movie? No, I don't think he could even do that. He's become too much of a personality that you know just his look would get in the way of a movie. Mm-hmm. Am I making sense here? Yeah. She can. You know, do her thing, Mila Kunis, and and she does. Uh, and then also, from what I and this is another thing that I just I can never really kind of figure out why people, some people, and I guess it's just you know people like to work, and it is what are they gonna do? Just be bored their whole lives? I mean, at this point, with just Family Guy alone, Mila Kunis has to be loaded. Then you throw in that she was like a Jack Daniels spokesperson or Jim, Jim Beam, Beam or whatever yeah. it was forever. And everything else, and movies, and that 70s, 70s show, show, and everything. Yeah. And him, too. I mean, I thought there was always t- rumors, and I, whether they're true or not, that he had been he had been an early investor in Uber, Uber and Lyft yeah. and all these other things. So he was apparently loaded. And is there any point where you're just like, we're out, we're mm-hmm. out? Like, if this, this might be the point where we're like, I'm out. You know what? We've been doing this shit since... We were 14. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm moving to Iowa. I think he's from like Iowa. He's got a brother who's special needs. I remember hearing that his twin brother. Oh, you know, really? one of them looks like a model, the other one's got problems. That's tough. Goes that way sometimes. Yeah. But anyway, you go back to Iowa, get yourself a nice big house, put the kids in a school where they can't. Uh, Cedar Rapids. Good call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how I know that or why I know that, but I just feel like I've seen him jumping around at a football game or something. Uh, anyway, so there you go. I mean, I would just get out at this point. We're done. Thank you. Bye-bye. Um, the other one who's in a lot of trouble right now. And once again, what are we doing? Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore has decided I am going to do the show. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do the Drew Barrymore show. Now, for those of you who don't know, and maybe, I mean, I think most of you do, but it's not probably something you're here every day because you're not living in this world. But there's a writer's strike continuing to go on here in uh, L.A. And, of course, everywhere. But L.A., it's a big deal. And um, and uh, actor strike as well, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think they're still, both still going on. Anyway, so so Drew Barrymore decided we're going to do the show. And, of course, that was to this morning. And now it's off forget scab. They're going to be protesting out in front of the show tomorrow, the WGA and SAG writers. And she said, well, we're going to continue the show on without our writers. And I think some shows can do that, whatever. I don't know. But it's not a good look. It's just not. It's just not. Drew Barrymore's been in this business a long time. She's worked with, you know, she's been in unions and all that. I mean, just, it'll, I think this thing, I'm, I'm, completely talking out of my ass i have no idea this could be settled in a couple of weeks i believe it will be eventually soon enough and just take another month off but what she'll say and there is a point here she'll be like i got people who work on my show mm-hmm. who need a paycheck yeah like these people are dying here. Grips yeah we're talking yeah the these makeup girl yeah, yeah the camera guy blah 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 mm-hmm. these people we need to go back to work yeah and, uh, and that's what everybody that's and what, that's fair yeah I yeah mean, but the writers are saying that too you know they're like yeah. yeah i know but if you go back to work it's gonna it's gonna hinder all of us yeah. you understand mm-hmm. so anyway it she's getting some shit Ross Matthews, is he going to go back? What does Ross do? I mean, Ross doesn't care. He'll go back and mm-hmm. jump around and do what he does. 
so there you have it. And that's going to start to happen a little bit more as we, you know, I think now this, a lot of people took the summer off. Now the shows are coming back. Mm-hmm. No, so the Jimmy Fallon's and all that. So Jimmy Fallon, let's go. Let's get into that. Another one. You know, toxic work environment, all that we, you know, we talked about that, blah, blah, blah. Now here comes old clips of him being a douchebag to uh, certain people on on his show. And I guess, I don't know if it was a joke. I didn't, I didn't watch the clip. I heard about it, that he had a uh, Amy Poehler. Him and Amy Poehler had kind of a, uh, but I, I, feel like, I feel like him and Amy Poehler would be friendly. Aren't they old Saturday Night Live chums? Yeah, and beyond I would think, that, yeah. I don't know. But anyway, I saw a clip today uh, that said that here's an old clip of him being toxic to Amy Poehler. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, who knows? Anyway, so I'm saying they're gonna when when it's on the when the writing's on the wall, they start digging up the old clips, and they'll find old. If you mm-hmm. you don't have to dig too far to find old clips of people being pricks back in the old days when prick was uh, celebrated. Mm-hmm. You know, we loved it. Uh, anyway, there you have it. And here we are, you know, over here on Cover to Cover, kind of uh, staying out of all of it, which is so nice. It's so nice to not really have to worry about it all. I feel for my writer brothers and sisters out there, but hey, you know, I was, you you guys weren't exactly knocking on my door. So here I am over, made my own way in the world, mm-hmm. and it's worked out. Thank God. Yeah. Um. And I did say this when the writer's strike began. I said, here come the podcasts of everybody. <laughs> and the reemergence and, and, and the stand-up. And they are and, all yeah. here. Now, who's back in stand Is there anybody in stand-up again? It's, I haven't it, seen that, It's really. funny is that it's not even like people you would know. It's just like when I'm around, I see people who are like, you know, I did this 10 years ago. Right, There's a lot right. of that coming oh, okay. back. Like, I see Kevin Bacon started a, a podcast. I see a few oh, other people. Okay. So they're, here they come, mm-hmm. you know. Because they're thinking the same thing I was thinking when I began this, like, I don't know. It seems like it'd be a kind of a nice way to just not leave the house. Mm-hmm. And uh, at this point, Kevin Bacon and people like that, Kira Sedgwick and his wife, uh, they were like, yeah, I've been doing it a long time. Mm-hmm. I, I could stay home for a little while. Uh, do I need to go back on a set and all that bullshit? Who knows? Anyway, crazy times. Ow! The fall season is in swing. That's why we're talking about Halloween every two minutes on this podcast. Are you ready to make some wholesome choices with convenient meals for jam-packed days? Factor. Oh, we love Factor over here at Cover to Cover is the number one ready-to-eat meal kit that can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. That was me reading. Now let me tell you about my love of Factor. They delivered to me the meals, and the best part is the prep. No prep. The prep was such a problem with these meal delivery kits. You're sitting there. Next thing you know, you're peeling chopping, up, you're yeah. peeling, you're <laughs> zesting lemons. Not forget all that. Mm-hmm. Not with Factor. They oh, that's all cut out. The meals are healthy. The portions are great. Not too big. Not too small. I love it. This September, get Factor. Enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh. Flavor-packed meals delivered right to your door, ready in two minutes, no prep, no mess. Too busy running around to think about lunch? Keep your energy up with their lunch-to-go options. Effortless, wholesome meals like grain bowls and salad toppers that are ready to eat when you're on the go. Are you on the go? Would you say you're a person who's on the go, Alex? I know 
all of these things are are prepared for people who are on the go. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I I love this type of stuff, but I'm not on the go. I just love sitting down and relaxing and enjoying my factor. Mm-hmm. And you can too if you're not on the go like me and Alex. Yep. Two lazy people just enjoying our factor. <laughs> anyway, head to factormeals.com slash cover to cover 50 and use code cover to cover 50. You ready for this, Alex? To get 50% off. Whoa. You know, that's half. That's half. That's unbelievable. That's code cover to cover 50 to get factormeals.com. Go to factormeals.com slash cover to cover to get 50% off. Factormeals.com. Thank you, Factor. We love you. Enough about that. Alex. A lot of times when you're dad or parent, mm-hmm. what you have to do is you have to, uh, especially on weekends, you have to find things to do. You know, you have to kill time. You have to, and uh, I'm good at it. I'm not great at it. I'm good at it. And I think part of the problem is I'm an old, I'm old. Like how much do I want to run around a park? Because when the kids are four, they have energy for days. They, they'll climb and run for hours as a 57-year-old man, you climb and run for three minutes. Like, okay, I think we we did it, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, but they're like, no, 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 we gotta continue to do it. There's like kids, you know what kids don't like to do? Sit and relax. They mm-hmm. don't like to do it. that's not a thing that's on I it's probably not in the top ten things kids like. Yeah. Sitting and relaxing. So like we go to a restaurant, we're like, we could just sit and relax for an hour. I like, yeah, no, 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 we can, me and my wife and whoever else I go with, but she won't. She'll get antsy. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, my wife, you know, has some friends, and anyway, one of our friends calls and says, "There's a train show going on. It's a f- free, going on in downtown L.A. at the Union Station downtown L.A. It's a train show. Maybe the kids would like to go to. She's got a kid same age as our kid. Maybe they'd like to go to the train show. So my wife says, Becca and I are going to the train show on Saturday." And here's what I have to do. You don't have to come. That's what she says. Mm -hmm. You don't have to come. But you know what you do, Alex? You do have to come. You do. You have to come. If you say, oh, good, I'm staying home. (laughs) The hell, you don't get it it then, but in four days from now, the hell comes. Yes. Well, you didn't come to the train show, and now would be nice to sit on. So anyway, I say, okay, we're going to the train show. I, because I like to drive, I know it's a, it's a nightmare down there into downtown LA. So I said, all right, I'm in on the train show. Go down to Union Station. All of it is just, I'm thinking, oh boy, here we go. Down to downtown. Haven't been down there in years. I used to hang out. I used to like downtown, but it's a bit different these days. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know, but I've been there in a while, you know? So, and Union Station, nightmare, all that. Blah. Anyway, I go. The first thing, which is my biggest. The thing that gives me the most anxiety is parking. Parking. I start thinking about the parking situation the night before. I'll toss and turn while I sleep thinking about the parking situation, um, knowing I have to go. Anyway, turns out parking, relatively easy. Mm -hmm. Get into an elevator. Now I'm in Union Station. I don't know if any of you people have ever been in a Union Station or any train station. Penn Station, whatever train station you have in your neighborhood. Here's the thing, and a lot of people say this about Los Angeles, Alex. They say, oh, what about the traffic? And I, to stick up for Los Angeles, I'll say this. It's bad. You're right. It is. Mm -hmm. It's bad. But you know what? There's an upside, and I'm in my own car. (laughs) That's the. I may be driving four miles an hour, 
bumper to bumper, and it's going to take me longer to get to places. But while I'm on leather seats, controlling a climate, nobody's next to me. Music Music, going. whatever I want, podcast, whatever I choose to mm-hmm. listen to. I could eat. I could drink if I, if I choose to. All of it. There is that. Mm-hmm. Okay? Union Station is... Now, there's also a whole sect of people... I think, who want to embrace uh, public transportation. Mm-hmm. My father, father yeah. my father being one of them, he loves public transportation. He, it's one of his favorite terms, public transport. We, we use public transport. Your, your mother and I drag, he makes my poor mother drag <sighs> bags onto buses to, from LaGuardia Airport, the bus drops you off near the train, near the train, near the subway. Mm-hmm. Not, not then at. You, no, not at. No. And then you got to walk up to the subway. My father travels with one backpack. He puts one T-shirt. And what's he? He's got to put on. He's not impressing anybody anymore. He has a pair of pants and a T-shirt. That's it. My mother has a bit of a bag because she needs more stuff. Mm-hmm. They lugging it up uh, steps. Then they get take another train to another train. I mean, this should all. This is probably a twelve mile ride that they go on. They're on five different types of transportation, mm-hmm. five different modes. Up and down twelve sets of stairs. <laughs> you know, it just takes them four hours yeah. to get it done. But they continue to do it. But with public transport. But, um, but in all, fa- I mean, they're from New York. It's not bad in New York. It, Downtown it LA. Is when you're 80. It's, oh, it is yeah, when you're, you're 80. Right, you're right. It's, you got to. And I sent them a car this time when they came here. Uh-huh. You know, they kept calling it a limousine. Well, Christopher, where's the limousine? The limousine's not here. I'm like, well, if you're looking for a limousine, you might have to get into a go back to 1988 because yeah. I don't think there's any limousines pulling I, I, up. But, great yeah. point. You <laughs> yeah. don't see. There's no stretch limo. You see anymore. SUVs a lot. Yeah. No, no stretch. No, no, you don't see stretch limo anymore. I think the last time I got into stretch limo was like I played some rinky dink casino somewhere and they mm-hmm. sent a stretch limo oh, to pick me up at the airport that. yeah but anyway uh so my father loves public transport and there are other people who do and they try to because they're they're trying to be good about the earth and whatever you know you you want to get rid of traffic you got to use public transportation mm-hmm. and so people will try so i go down to union station now i don't know like what do you think a train show is going to be I read a little bit about it. I'm like, oh, okay, this will be fun. I don't know. I don't know what Beckett would be into, and we'll see. I couldn't believe the line. I could not believe the line. To get in there's the train a sign show? that says there's a sign that reads at when we get into the line. There's a sign next to the line that says from this point a 90 minute wait to get to the train. Okay, 90 minute wait. Now, here's what I'm trying to do in life, Alex. I'm trying to be a better person about these things. Man, who cares? No, no problem. There was a, I went to see Maxwell last night with, uh, with Kelowna, and there was an opening act. This girl comes out opening for, I don't even forgot her name. She was, she was kind of good, but she's kind of real hippy dippy. Mm-hmm. And she literally comes out of Hollywood Bowl and she like sets up a little area for her to perform in. Like she's in setting front up, of everything? Yeah, she's lighting candles and puts down a chair. And I turn to Claude and I'm like, I could just tell this person's a lot. Mm-hmm. Like this person's a lot. 
And you know what I mean by a lot when I see a person like that? Like at one point she before one of her songs, she goes, I'm into meditation. We're like, well, we got it. We know. No shit. <laughs> Let me tell you a couple other things that you're into. You ha- this woman has no idea where her passport is. No, I I could <laughs> I was sitting mid fucking Hollywood bowl. And from back there, I could tell this woman has no idea where her passport is and doesn't decide to look for it until 15 minutes before we head to the airport. Mm -hmm. And if me or whoever her significant other is says anything, oh, well, why are you being like that, man? I mean, who cares? That's the, it would drive me insane. But you know what? You guys know what I mean when I say Mm -hmm. you guys get, you get the person. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm trying to be more that person. I got to be that person now. Hey, parking's going to be a problem. Who cares, man? So maybe we park, maybe we don't. Yeah. You know? It's I've it's never been more, nothing has been more hard in my life than, because I'm coming, I want to be the guy who goes, well, I knew there was going to be no fucking parking here. Yeah. And that's why I didn't want to drive to downtown Los Angeles on a fucking 95 degree Saturday. Yeah. But I, new person, Alex. Parking, okay. 90 minute wait. Who cares? <laughs> what to see what? Trains. <laughs> Trains. <laughs> Trains. Yeah, okay. 90 minute away. Okay. Now I'm 90 minute away. Now, and it's also in Union Station. Now, for those of you who've never been to Union Station or any train station, or you guys, I'll try and but there's many shapes and sizes of people. You'll this is will never be more apparent to you than at any type of public transportation maybe you live in a city where it's good mm-hmm. but i don't know i don't i think most of them are people i'm just going to make a, a a bold stereotype here and i apologize if it, if it is you know if you're one of the people who's a normal person who takes public transport and i'll and i'm gonna and uh, make an addendum to the new york city subway system i know yeah. people do take that normal folk mm-hmm. but for the most part it's people down on their luck and they, they can't afford a car. I, I'm just going to say that. Can't afford a car. And their best way to get around is public transportation. Okay? Mm-hmm. They come in all shapes and sizes. And wow. Uh, just everybody is hobbled somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's... I don't know how that happened, but I believe it's probably something... I'm going to say this. Once again, a broad stereotype. <laughs> I'm going to say that maybe a lot of these people don't have health care. And they're like, well, Fair, okay. I could fix this foot, mm-hmm. but it's going to cost me 10 grand because I don't have health care. I'm saying, this is, this is, this is, I'm not blaming them. I'm blaming no. the health care system. Yeah. But it's still, it's the system we live with, whether it's right or wrong. So they got to go, I just have to live with this ankle being gigantic. Mm-hmm. What all I, what's the best I can do? Throw an ace bandage around it. <laughs> yeah. Never. Ace bandages and Alex, the Frangiolas, were ace bandage people. Mm-hmm. We, my entire family has been held together by ace bandages since the dawn of the ace bandage. Okay, it's never done <laughs> a fucking thing. The ace bandage, it's completely useless, especially when it's loose. It starts loosening up those little clips, those little metal clips. They don't hang. They don't. They don't do much. Mm-mm. I don't even know what the ace bandage is supposed to do. Is it supposed to hold a sprain in? Some people use the ace bandage as like to, to 
to soak up blood. You ever Ooh, see people use it as like that's a, the wrong a, use? Like, no, no, no. That you you're confusing gauze with ace bandage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's not it's not to put over an open wound, but uh-huh. there I saw several of them at the train station. Mm-hmm. Ace bandage over open wound. Ooh. The healthcare system in America base at this point lies solely upon ace bandages and um and uh and uh GoFundMe. Okay. That, <laughs> that's American healthcare. Yeah. GoFundMe and Ace Bandage. Mm-hmm. I got I need a new knee. Yeah. Did, can you go fund me a knee? Mm-hmm. If not, I gotta put an ace bandage on it. And that's you know, whatever. They got ace bandages, 99 cent store. And so most people like say probably couldn't fix their and they're, they're gonna live. Mm-hmm. I can live with this, but I'm gonna be limpy. And whatever for a while. Yeah. And that's a lot of the people in the train station are limping around. The other thing that I found shocking, and like I always say on this podcast, God bless people who have a passion for anything. Because I didn't realize how many people are into trains. There is a train, there is a whole train world out there. Did you know this, Alex? I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> and there, there's the obvious, you know, uh, seven year olds, and yeah, and that's what I thought. People yeah. who are a little slow, yeah, to say it. Well, no, no, they're a full fledged train. People who are all there. It's well, you know, I mean, to, yes, <laughs> yes. Let's not get crazy, but sure. <laughs> Fully yeah. costumes, the mm-hmm. whole thing. Uh, you know, an overall, a Dickies overall, a hat. Oh, like the conductor a, a, costume. Oh, they oh. got they're doing cosplay, whatever weird shit. <laughs> Train a lot of them. They're dressed in like fifties garb. Many of the people in the line, like we're we're pretending we're going on a fifties train ride. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, I understand the romantic ideal of that. You know, I like to go back to the days where you sat in a sleeping car. And traveled the world, and you know, traveled across America. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure, great, uh, whatever. I, I once again, I, I, I'm happy people have a passion. Now, are I'm these seeing old- all this in my 90 minute line. Yeah, are these old? Tra- like, is this a train museum? Like, is the point? Is it? A I'm 70, glad you're asking. Is it a 70 year old train? Is that why they're dressed like this? Or well, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to that. Oh, okay. I don't. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Like, what, are, what am I about to see? Because mm-hmm. I'm in the regular train station. Yeah. So then we finally get to the corner. It wasn't quite 90 minutes, but it was close. And then, so at one point we're in the line. It's, it's my, my wife, myself, Beckett, and, uh, and my, my friend and her son. And, uh, and Beckett, you know, I got to go to the bathroom. And I said, I'll go, let's go. Because we're in the line a while. I said, I see a Wetzel's Pretzels. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Good dad. Thanks. <laughs> So we get in the Wetzel's pretzels line. Long line for Wetzel's pretzels mm-hmm. in Union Station. And I don't know the Wetzel's I don't know how Wetzel's pretzels works, you know? And then we're watching, they're making the hot dogs, they're wrapping the pigs in a blanket. Beckett's like liking watching that, that process. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it made me never want pigs in a blanket ever again. But whatever, <laughs> listen, I'll probably have them. I'm gonna I'll let I'll 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 suppress that memory and probably have them again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if we, so anyway, I say, let, what do you want? I said, you want just a bag of like pretzel, you know, pieces. I think they nuggets, call them nuggets. Something like that. Yeah. yeah they call them, they call it, it's like a cute Wetzel pretzel name. Wet's, mm. Wet Nugs. Or yeah. Wet Nug. Wet's Nug. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. So I get a bag of those and I said, lemonade and a lemonade. Becca likes lemonade. 
And a good woman gives me the biggest lemonade I've ever seen in my life. It's like in a 55-gallon drum. And then Becca goes, I got to go to the bathroom. And now I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, if we were in a movie, this is when, like, the, the theme, the horror horror theme begins. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm approaching a closet that I believe might have uh, something horrible inside it. And that is me walking to the bathroom, the men's bathroom <laughs> in Union, Union Station. Station yeah. I know what's going on in yeah. here. I know it's not going to be pristine, mm-hmm. beautiful bathroom where there's fresh flowers and a you know guy handing out uh, warm towels. It's not going to be that. No. I didn't think it was going to be quite what I saw, which was, uh, did you guys know that the diaper changing table, (laughs) there's a diaper changing table in most bathrooms. I think it's a Mm -hmm. law at this point. They have to put it in the men's and the women's bathroom, the diaper changing table. We've all seen it. Mm -hmm. Folds out. Also makes for a great dining room table for a homeless (laughs) man. And that's what was happening. The moment we walked in, there was a homeless man. The table's out. He's got some sort of makeshift chair, like an overturned Home Depot bucket or something. Yeah. He's sitting on that, and he's got everything spread out on that diaper-changing table as if he's about to, you know, have a nice uh, six-course Four meal. Four-course, yeah, six-course. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, it's not just food. It's just, you know, homeless people, they got the crazy, crazy yeah. they got craziness going on. And he's got an old radio, a salad bowl, and he's got a... Mm-hmm. You know, a collector Slurpee cup. He's got yeah. a book of matches, like a marbles. <laughs> you know, it's just wild. Mm-hmm. That's all laid out. And my daughter's just like, "What? Is, what's going on there?" And because yeah, they're four, they yeah. want to know, and they they'll ask. Right they can't in front explain of them. homeless. Yeah. And there's a line to get to the the thing, <laughs> the urinal, and uh, and then we got to go into. Of course, it's my daughter. She's a girl, so mm-hmm. we got to go into the stall. The stall, which is Oof. in. <laughs> Oof. I mean, so if people we, are eating meals at the table. We go into the table. stall, and wow. But I did it. I did it. I got her on the stall. Best. I, I just hold her. I levitate her <laughs> off the, 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 the actual toilet, yeah. and she goes, and then I'm able to, to do it and get it out. And then I get back, and when we, they, we've moved. My, my wife has moved. We're like, okay, now we're in. We turn the corner, and here it is. The train show. It is a train that you could get on today. Like a regular train that I think has just been taken out of service because it's old. Yeah. I never saw my daughter have so much fucking fun in her life. I was like, wait a minute. We are spending money on a lot of things. All she needed was a bed bug riddled train bed to have the time of her life. I said, Beckett, this is a sleeping car. A what? This is a sleeping car. We go on board. And now we have to wait for other like train, like obese train aficionados to get up off the bed because yeah. they're trying it too. Yeah. Oh, let me see what this is like. Oh, honey, honey, you like could lie down here. And then we wait and they get up. Well, sweat stain on the, you know, the Naga hide. Yeah. And then Beckett climbs on. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. And she's grabbing everything, and then she wants to get on every. There's an upstairs too. Yes, there's a. We she's loving it. Her friends with us too. They're loving. It. They're running around, having a time of their lives. So we're like, okay, that's. This. I said, now there's old trains coming. Yes, around the bend is an old, timey sleeper car. So we get to now another line to get on the old timey sleeper car. 
Wow. And Alex, once again, I'm being good. Um, I'm new guy, <laughs> new man. Um, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. We're going to wait again to get on the old time sleepy car. Yes. I got to say all of this, I was looking at, I'm like, you know, one of these days I'd like to actually take a sleeper car somewhere. I don't, I think I do, but I don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was like, this looks nice. I'd sit on a, sleep on a train for, then you're like, well, I could have gotten to St. Louis in, you know, four hours. <laughs> yeah. Instead, still on a train mm. six days later, yeah. you know? I mean, Having fun? Planes. Yeah, I was three days ago, yeah. but I can't believe <laughs> it's still going. Yeah. So that's, I feel like I, I would lose it after a while. Like a, the, the romantic notion would, would wear off mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Anyway, now the guy's explaining to us, there's people like full-on costume. I don't know if they were working there or they were just train aficionados who were telling us the next thing you're about to get on is from 1956 and blah, blah, blah. And it was interesting because they're like, you know, they didn't used to have private jets. So like if you were rich, which they were rich people back then, mm-hmm. you would have your own train car. Oh. That was the private jet of the, the, that era. And he goes, and these, you'll see that these, some of these train cars. So, I mean, listen, I don't think the people planning this, it was going to be a one day event. I don't think they were expecting this type of crowd. I think they underestimated the train nerds like mm-hmm. I did, like we all did. I think everyone else underestimated train nerds. They were all overwhelmed. And I don't think they were even, they were half-assing it. I got to be honest, they were half-assing it. And there were people, you know, who, anyway, we got onto the old-timey train car, and it's cool. But there are people living in this train. It's a sleeper car. But it's somebody's room. I think it might be old people who one time worked for the Amtrak, and now they retired, and Amtrak said, if you want, mm-hmm. you could just stay on this train. There's your severance. Because we walk into one of those old-timey 1956 sleeper cars, and there's a, a, a phone charger plugged into like a plug okay. next to a little bathroom. And on the, you know, on the sink, a little sink, there's... I told my wife, I said, I don't think they're supposed to be, you know, a Rite Aid brand <laughs> stool softener. I listen, I don't, I'm not going to say this is authentic, but I don't think they had Rite Aid brand stool softener. And I'm not kidding when I say it. Stool softener, Rite Aid brand stool softener on the sink. And yeah. I was like, I said, Liz, I think this is somebody's apartment. There was bottles of liquor mm-hmm. like on a dresser next to the bed and my daughter's climbing on the bed i said we are literally in someone's bedroom right now yeah and then we walk out and there's an old timey train conductor guy sitting there eating fried chicken like on a on a bench like outside of it like i mean they told me they were gonna have a train show i didn't realize i was gonna i was gonna be the train show. yeah and I, it was, and all of them, every, so we, there was like five rooms you can go in and look at the old time. And every one of them was occupied by a person. Wow. And I was like, if we were going to do this, and now, you have this to the get, traveling you could have put the stool saw. I think so. Okay. I, don't, I was fascinated by why it was, ha- like, mm-hmm. who are these people? Yeah. And why are they living on a train? And anyway, then you go to like a real old timey steam engine. And I said, Beckett. You want to hop up in the steam engine? And the guy goes, oh, it's $20 to get in the steam engine. I was like, $20? To fucking sit, pretend you should. No. And he goes, but it helps to keep the train museum open. It's a it's a donation to keep the train museum open. I'm like, 
I don't care if the train museum fucking closes. Put these weirdos <laughs> stool softener. This guy's got the <laughs> softest stool I've ever seen in my entire life. After he finishes his fried chicken that I had to watch him eat while my daughter climbed around on his bed, he's gonna have the softest stool I've ever seen. Yeah, because I I looked at his stool softener. It was half full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my Saturday. That is making memories. Making. That is the life of a parent. Your daughter will never forget that and guy I have eating to... <laughs> on the fucking chicken. She wasn't even. She was having so much. I couldn't believe it. After we were driving home, I told my. I said, surprisingly, she had. She was having a lot of fun. I was like, I know. Like it, even my wife, who like tries to put a, you know, tries to put a brave face on everything. Mm-hmm. She's not like me. Who bitches. I will. Be, I will find a way to bitch about everything. But new person. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that was the strangest thing I've ever been to. I'm like, yeah, I, all right. Okay, thank you for saying that. And then, of course, we go to get something to eat. You know, this place. And here, once again, what is a margarita supposed to be? What? I know. Listen, remember the days of, like, when you go to, when Vegas became, like, the big time Vegas? You know, when they, when they just, like, we're going to go full clubs and table service and all mm-hmm. that shit. New York City, same thing. Like, New York City... It's got, and people would joke. They're like, it's $22 for a drink. You know, that would be the, the gag. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I went to New York City, had a vodka soda, $22. I'm not kidding. I The last 10 restaurants I've gone to, mm-hmm. the fucking margarita, vodka soda is $20. $20. Yeah. Am I wrong in saying this? No, I, I know think- this is like the fourth episode in a row. I've bitched about prices, but I don't know, I don't know where I've been, but... I mean, I'm not. We went to this place, taco place. I told you yesterday, off air. I think. Yeah, I think we got like nine tacos to split up between five of us and two little kids. I they, they handed me a check. I was like two hundred and seventy dollars, and I was like, we, whatever. How many Listen, margaritas I'm, did you? We get? had like three. Yeah, and like we got one more to like split because mm-hmm. we didn't want to be a fucking hammer, but. Uh, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I mean, I guess just this is the life now. How that's I'm gonna be living on a train car soon enough. I'll be living <laughs> eating chicken, fried chicken with and stool softener mm-hmm. on a train car. If I continue with this lifestyle of just throwing, you know, $22 club sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Oh my God, that is my life. That is my life. That is it. I like it. I like fatherhood. I can't say that I don't. Um, I do like it. You know, we could talk more. There's so much more to come. Uh, we, we'll wrap it up now because we have. Uh, if you if you don't have some sort of train song, and I'm not saying by the band train, yeah, s- some train tie-in song right now. It's like something about a locomotive. You you're on the right track. Okay. Oh, just. Alex, that wasn't even trying to be cute there. You're hmm. on the right track. Get Ooh, it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if any of you you listeners... There's a lot. ...are train aficionados. I know. You want People the list I got? love trains. People love trains. I... Uh, oh, there's a good... There's a, there's a Guns N' Roses night train. The night... Oh, one of my favorites. I'm on the night train. Yeah, we got Crazy Train. Oh, Crazy Train. Oh, my God. Long Ozzy. Train Running. Long Train Running. Cat Stevens, Peace Train. Peace Train. We've yeah. played that before. Freight Train. You know, I've been to the Chattanooga Choo Choo. Oh, I've have you? I've been to the Chattanooga Pardon me, boy. Mm-hmm. There's a comedy club, like, on the same track as the Chattanooga Choo Choo. Mm-hmm. The train sits on a track. It doesn't run anymore. And the comedy club... 
maybe the, one of the worst comedy clubs in the country, is 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 right there in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Comedy mm-hmm. Catch, it's called. And you're like, and they just play chat the song Chattanooga Choo Choo just on a fucking loop. Oh, and there are people there. They love it. <laughs> There's people just like they come with their Choo Choo Charlie. Does anyone remember Choo Choo Charlie? I've talked about Choo Choo Charlie before. This he was the he was the brand ambassador <laughs> of the worst candy ever put on the face of the earth. It was called Good and Plenty. Mm-hmm. It was pink and white candy coated black licorice. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. And don't you dare, any of you old bastards, I know damn well who it's going to be. I could tell you the names of the three people who are going to write me on the Facebook page or somewhere else and go, actually, I kind of enjoyed Good and Plenty. Uh, but I don't want to hear it. It was horrible. And we would eat it, we would choke it down. Good and Plenty. And Choo Choo Charlie was their was their spokesperson, and and then he would take the box. I mean, this is my daughter is seeing things like you know homeless people eat off of. of she's she's living a life. I'm showing her a life. Mm-hmm. What did we do for fun? We blew into the Good and Plenty box, and it was supposed to resemble a train whistle. <laughs> When you blew into the box, mm-hmm. it didn't sound like a train whistle, but you know, they convinced us. Yeah. We were dumb kids. Like, does it sound like a train whistle? No, it sounds like I'm blowing into a cardboard <laughs> box. But I don't ask questions. <laughs> anyway, so everyone is dressed like Choo Choo Charlie at this thing, at Chattanooga Choo Choo, all of it. Anyway, I don't think I'm going to be a train aficionado, but I do want to. Like, do, do, do you have any of those romantic notions of sleeping on a sleeper car one day? And, oh, absolutely. You know, taking it to somewhere? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I, I mean, mean, no, you know, would me. you do it? But I, the other thing is, like, you, I, I enjoy the nomadic lifestyle. I want to yeah. be on a train just I know. Yeah, gallivanting kind of across the old So I West. was kind of curious about it. And of course, you look it up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know, it's almost more expensive than air travel. Oh, it's yeah. like kind of it's no, just, it is. It's really not a bargain. And it's four days. Yeah. Like yeah. if you wanted to like sit on a like a decent sleeper car and you know, go wherever on uh, St. Louis, mm-hmm. it's like two thousand dollars. Yeah. And you're like, well, I could fly there for five hundred. Yeah. You know, so uh yeah, I d I don't really know what's gonna happen to uh train travel. Cause I did read something interesting. Where did you guys we're still on trains. We're still on yeah, train. you guys were like, is this fucking guy still talking about I like trains? trains? Yeah, yeah, I am yeah. still talking about trains. <laughs> uh because I did read that like I guess Amtrak has kind of a monopoly on on trains here in America. Mm-hmm. And they did mention that in the, our little tour that I took. And I guess that monopoly's been lifted, so now like the high speed rail and stuff can happen in mm-hmm. America, which it do, it couldn't before due to Amtrak's monopoly. So we might be getting some. F- <laughs> the I mean, fuck, am I talking? They've about? They've been talking about the you know the thirty minute ride from L.A. to Vegas. Unless, that would be sweet. Right? I know the Vegas thirty yes, minutes. That's what mm-hmm. I want. Unless yeah. Timothy Chalamet and Ky- 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 Kylie Kylie Jenner, Jenner get on the train, and I saw them there with the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. This is, this is the place to be now, U.S. Open, yeah. the tennis. If you are a celebrity, you need to get to the U.S. Open. You need to be photographed at the U.S. It's become the new courtside Laker-Nick game, whatever, <laughs> yeah, the U.S. Yeah. Open. I, none of these people give a shit about tennis, I nope. would imagine. I don't think Timothy Chalamet cares about tennis, but there they were. I've never seen a more fake relationship in my life. It's It, it just reeks of fake. 
And I mean, I mean, just the way they're kissing is just odd. I don't. And at this point, everybody has all the eyes on them they need. I would think. Like, does Kylie really need to do fake relationships anymore to mm-hmm. get to get what? What? Get to, to uh, like ten? She's already got three hundred million Instagram followers. Yeah. How many more are going to come on board? Uh, you're already selling out of every lipstick or whatever you rouge, whatever you do. And then I guess Chalamet could use a boost, but what for what? Mm-hmm. Willy Wonka? Dune 2. Yeah, he's got Dune 2. People like Dune, mm-hmm. Dune, 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 right? Dune. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I I just was just going to get on a train. Mm-hmm. You know? That's what I might. Just going to get on a train. Just keep traveling. Like, if I didn't have my family, if I didn't have my wife and kid, at this point, I would just, like, give up everything and just live on the train. Yeah. Jim. Yeah. It's Chris next to you in bunk two. Can I borrow some of that stool soft? <laughs> What's the problem? Uh, just, you know, you get the uh, idea, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. It's uh, tough here on the tra- train living. Yeah, it sure is. Anyway, oh, but yeah. Train I mean, man. I, and then I could just, you know, I could still do comedy. I can get off the train. And what, mm. you, you, what happened last night? Last night at a good old show at uh, Comedy Catching. Uh, Chattanooga. Oh, that's over there. The, the Chattanooga Choo Choo, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, it sure yeah. is. It sure is. Da, 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 Chattanooga Choo Choo. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, those are some nice overalls. Oh, by the way, did I tell you? So, what do I do? I'm sitting here making fun. What's the first thing I do when I get home? You bought I bought overalls. You They're in the fucking dryer right now. Where I bought did you buy big online? old Dickies overalls. They came yesterday. Ordered them online. You got that got a, hat? No, I didn't get the hat yet. Not yet. But I got big old overalls just for fun. Mm-hmm. Just because I, you know, I work around the yard a lot. I want to be overall guy. Yeah. I have a whole life plan for myself. And you people, I know all you people are going to bail eventually on this podcast. You're like, this guy talked about trains for 40 minutes. I We got to go. We There are other people doing more entertaining podcasts. I can't listen to this guy talk about trains. Mm-hmm. And once you all leave, I am going to be running around in overalls <laughs> gardening and yeah. I don't need I won't, I don't need you anymore. So uh that's my anyway we're coming to Baltimore. Oh. Maybe I'll wear my overalls to Baltimore. Baltimore Magoobies it's this week. Mm-hmm. This 13th. one we're releasing on Tuesday. Uh taping it on Monday so if anything crazy happens tonight you we're taping it on Monday. Yeah. Um and uh Magoobies is Wednesday night mm-hmm. uh in Baltimore, looking forward to it. It's been a while since I've been out there. Excited to get back to Magoobies. Then after party at the place, I see on their website, on Magoobies' website, they they promote a bar. Like, for after the show, come to this place. I think I remember that. There's like a bar attached to it. Mm-hmm. That's the after party. I All just right. made that up now, but that's where it's going to be. It's called the, if it's even open, I don't even know. We're doing a Wednesday night, so maybe the whistle stop or whatever last stop now i'm still doing train shit <laughs> uh but i think it might be a train themed name to the bar i'm trying to find anyway it. alex trying to find it but i'll promote the next is pittsburgh is next that's the next um pittsburgh improv that pittsburgh is improv. Thursday. that's thursday night that's the day after bold we go to pittsburgh improv looking forward to that and then we go to bethlehem pennsylvania to play steel stacks another cool really cool kind of venue mm-hmm. uh and then we're out you know, then we're out and on to the next thing, which is Off the Hook Comedy Club in uh, Naples, Florida. I'm coming there the first weekend of October. Uh, Naples, Naples, Naples. Come on out. Doing like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. 
Uh, a lot of shows. The Wits End Saloon. The Wits End Saloon yep. is where the after party will be in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, come on by the Wits End yep. uh, and, you know, and bother us. Get a sticker. Yeah. Free stickers. Get a sticker. For everybody. Question. Uh, yes, go Before ahead. Before we get out of here, are you in a hard rock Aussie GNR mood or are you in a different mood? I'm whatever. I'm I'm totally leaving it up to you. All I'm right. whatever you want. So anyway, come see us live. Frangiola.fun has everything. Also coming back to Escondido, the Ooh. Grand Comedy Club in Escondido. I believe that's, I want to say, 21st and 22nd of October. Uh, coming there, Escondido. Don't forget about Escondido, the Grand Comedy Club. I'll be there. It's a fun place. My friend owns it. I try to I try to help him out. He needs people to come play the club and people to come out so he could pay his rent. He's a nice guy who tried to turn a pizza place into a comedy club. And so far, so good, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows? We all do it just for fun. Uh, I'll be there. Uh, on and on and on and on and on. And on. The train kept a rolling. Oh. Thank you very much. What do you got to get out of here on, Alex? Thank you for Tuesday episode. A little Love bit train. of OJ's. Love train. My daughter loves this song. It's in one of her movies. It's in like uh, Trolls or something. The OJs. I'll take this. Thank you to Maxwell. Pretty good show over there last night. We had fun. Some people go to the Hollywood Bowl. They like set up shop. Some people with candles on their tables and tablecloths. (laughs) I guess that's a way to do it. Love it. All right, everybody. Come see us live. We're going to have a lot of fun. No train talk, I promise. Anyway, I thought that would be a fun thing to talk about. Maybe you thought so too. Who knows? All right. Bye-bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.